Welcome to Storytime with Geoshri. Let's continue Slacker by Gordon Corman. Chapter 19 Cameron Boxer My lifestyle was slipping away, and I didn't know how to get it back. There were 814 students in our school, and 645 of them were PAG members. According to Pavel, who did math in his head, that was almost 80%. I would have loved to find the other 20% and thank them for their non-support. But I didn't have time to look for them. I didn't have time for anything. My whole reason for inventing the PAG was so I wouldn't get banned from video games. Now thanks to the PAG, I never got near my console. I was too busy. Whoever had hacked into the webpage was still doing it, posting all this stuff. We had meetings practically every day, and most of them weren't even real meetings. We had Cookie Day and Crazy Hat Day and Pagger Pride Day, where we silk screened PAG t-shirts. Not showing up wasn't an option. They'd come to get me. It wasn't like before, when I only had to worry about Mr. Fanlight and Daphne and a handful of others. Everybody knew me now. I tried to come up with excuses. Doctor appointments, stomach aches, scorpion bites. They thought I was kidding. No one could be as sick as I was pretending to be. No one alive anyway. Even Chuck was on my case to attend all these things. Chuck, one of my best friends, who knew better than anybody when an unthing the PAG was supposed to be. He loved it. Everybody loved it. Everybody except the president. So I went. But it wasn't just after school. Some mornings, they were called in early. On weekends, we had so many volunteers that we had to break them into separate work crews. There were barely enough projects to go around. That left just the evenings free. But by the time I was done with homework and could get down to the basement to practice for Rule the World, other things would come up. I got phone calls. Daphne wanted to pick my brains about how we were going to find Elvis and put him into his new home. Like, I knew all the beaver hangouts. Katrina texted me from the mall. She needed my opinion on whether or not she should cut her hair. Felicia threw a party so she could hit me up to endorse Jordan in the student council election. The very next night, Kelly held a bash of her own and tried to strong arm me into dumping Jordan and backing her. String dragged me to football parties, which offended the soccer players, so I had to go to their parties too. People didn't understand why I was being so miserable. What are you complaining about? You're popular. All the guys want to hang out with you. All the girls want to date you. You get invited to everything. No one passes gas without asking your permission. What's the downside? That bugged me. What about rule the world, huh? If you want to get on the console at all, I'd have to sneak down to the basement at 3 in the morning. And, I added, sarcastically, I'm sure you and Chuck are getting tons of practice in without me. Well, he mumbled, we're pretty busy with the PAG too. I was bitter. The last time I faced evil Mechio people, he pinned me down in 15 seconds at extreme wrestling. Evil Mechio people always beats you. Yeah, but I usually put up a fight. Don't you get it? I'm losing myself. It took 13 years to build my lifestyle and the PAG has leveled it to the ground in just a few weeks. 
He was sympathetic, but there was nothing he could do to help me. There was nothing I could do to help myself. When I finally managed to wangle some decent gaming time, my space cruiser had barely entered planetary orbit when the banging began. Kim! Came a bellow from outside. Are you there? Go away. I murmured under my breath. Please go away. Even Borge heard it through the microphone all the way in Sweden. Your mom isn't baking more ziti today, right? He asked nervously. Come quick! Shouted the voice. It's an emergency! I threw off the headset and sprinted upstairs. At the front door, the plywood vibrated with every pounding blow. Kim! Come to the back! I stepped out the kitchen door just in time to see a football player in full equipment wheel around the corner of the house and charge at me at full speed. A split second before he would have flattened me, he stopped short and pulled off his helmet. There, gasping, the black smudges on his cheeks running with sweat, stood String McBean. I thought you were off the team, I said lamely. The strings been working out with the high school's JV squad to get me up to speed. So when I came back to our locker room to get changed, I passed the office where Mr. Fancher was getting bawled out because a bunch of packers tore up some bushes at the public library. I had to ask, why would they do that? They didn't. I was on that library crew. We washed on all the furniture in their outdoor reading garden. And then, let me tell you, nobody scrubs pigeon poop like the string. So who ruined the bushes? I interrupted. Nobody, he insisted. I mean, somebody did it, but it wasn't us Paggers. I thought the pull of the basement, but something was eating at me. String McBean was only in the positive action group for extra credit so he could return to the football team. What was the skin off his back if we got blamed for a few ripped bushes? Was that really terrible enough to send a guy scrambling all over town in full pads and a helmet? My thoughts were interrupted by an ear-splitting roar. String jumped. What the? But I already recognized the unmuffled engine of a certain Dodge Charger that had been stalking me for more than a week. As we watched, the bright red car came howling down the quiet street, doing at least 60. It stood in front of the house, the rear window lowered, and something was tossed out onto our lawn. The Charger screeched away, accelerating out of the neighborhood. We ran over to the mysterious object. It was a clump of bushes, the earth still clinging to torn roots. At least now I knew who ruined the library bushes and why. It was the friends of Fuzzy, and they'd done it so they could blame it on the P.A.G. I definitely seen that car around, String mused. Yeah, me too. These days, I saw it in my sleep. Forget it. Forget it, he exclaimed. That guy's making everyone think the P.A.G. are the bad guys. Are we going let to let him get away with it? At that moment, I wanted to scream. Who cares? Does it kill zombies or help you prestige or level up? Does it earn you a speed boost or a better weapon or a magic spell? Those were supposed to be the things that mattered. But I couldn't say that to String, so I kept my mouth shut. He looked angry for a moment, and then his expression slowly turned to understanding. I get it. You don't sink to that level. The PAG's too chill for that. We let a reputation speak for itself. Man, respect from the String. No wonder they made you Pagger in Chief.
No wonder. Thank you for listening. Bye. Until next episode.